November the 29th, 2023, Romans chapter 15, Attitude of Love. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And family, it's a fantabulous Wednesday morning. And Father God, we just thank you. Thank you this day that you've awakened us, Father. You've given us this opportunity to to bask in your presence. We look forward each and every day, every morning, every noon day, every night, just spending time with you, knowing that you are God and beside you there is no other. We bless you today, Father God. Thank you. We're looking forward for this day, our daily bread. We bless and praise you in Jesus' name. Oh, family, and thank you. Thank you for tuning in each and every morning, setting your minds and your hearts and preparing your day to spend with the Lord our God and giving me the opportunity to spend it with you. Indeed, it's an honor and it's a privilege. This journey with Paul As we're going through the book of Romans, as he has written to the church in Rome, likely while he was in Corinth, is coming to an end in these last two chapters, today and tomorrow. Verse 13 of this chapter will end the letters segment that we called the gospel and our new life. Verse 14 will begin Paul's closing of the letter and will end on tomorrow, turning the page onto 1 Samuel on Friday. The Old Testament book we finished was Judges and would then come Ruth normally, but we won't explore the four chapters of Ruth until August of next year. However, let us keep in mind the the central theme of this letter. It is righteousness through faith in Jesus as the Messiah. No longer a slave to the power of the law of sin and death. Instead, a slave to righteousness in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us through your word on today as you revealed it to the Apostle Paul over 2,000 years ago. Romans chapter 15, Attitude of Love. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy 
as it is written. Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again it is said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with this people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples extol him. And again Isaiah says, The rule of Jesse will come, even he who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. But on some points I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder because of the grace given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God, for I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience, by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. And thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. But as it is written, those who have never been told of him will see, and those who have never heard will understand. This is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now, since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain and to be helped by you on my journey there, once I have enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am going to Jerusalem, bringing aid to the saints. For Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessings, they are to also be of service to them in material blessings. When, therefore, I have completed this, and have delivered to them what has been collected, I will leave for Spain by way of you. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessings of Christ. I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by our love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf, that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. My Lord, my God, thank you for your word this morning. Attitude of love. You know, the, uh, the first 13 verses of this chapter, final call to unity, as we were talking about on yesterday, judgment-free unity. The conclusion to Paul's plea 
for tolerance in the Roman church falls into four parts. A final call to strong, a prayer for the unity among all the Christians in Rome, a last plea with spiritual backing to both weak and strong, and a concluding prayer. Verses 1 through 4 are closely related to what we read on yesterday, chapter 14, verses 13 through 23, as Paul, using the word for the first time, uses the strong, diatoi in Greek, to bear with the failings of the weak. The use of the first person, plural, we, shows that Paul numbers himself among the strong. The language of bearing with suggests that the strong are to do more than simply tolerate the weak. They should help them in an attitude of love. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 14 says, And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. And finally, Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 and 14 says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Attitude of love. Love that is infused with the Spirit of Jesus is characterized by an attitude of boundless grace, forgiveness, and unwavering acceptance. As I conveyed to my darling Grace on yesterday during our lovely conversation, love is not a static concept. Rather, it is an ever-developing and dynamic force that continuously reveals and unveils its beauty. Love is a living organism that requires cultivation and nurturing, much like a plant that requires watering, pruning, and sunlight to flourish. At its core, love is rooted in the teachings of Jesus, who taught that love is patient kind and selfless. Love means putting others' needs before our own and embracing them with open arms, regardless of their flaws or shortcomings. It is a force that has the power to transform our lives and the lives of those around us. When we embody the spirit of love, we we radiate a positive energy that touches the hearts of others and inspires them to be their very best. Love bears the fruit of kindness, compassion, and altruism, and it empowers us to make a difference in the world. God is love, and it is my prayer that we walk in the attitude of God, the attitude of love. We do this as we die to self and embrace the Holy Spirit. Dear Father God, we recognize that the most fulfilling way to demonstrate our love for you and serve others 
is by releasing all thoughts, actions, and attitudes that do not reflect your will. We willingly surrender ourselves to you, inviting you to form us like clay in your hands. We are eager to venture out into the deep waters of faith, trusting completely in your guidance. We acknowledge that we have been purchased at a great price and we joyfully submit to your will. Have your way, Heavenly Father. Come, Holy Spirit. We humbly ask that you take the lead in our lives. Show us how to love as you love and direct us every step of the way. We offer this prayer in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, I encourage you on today. Meditate on these words that God has spoken in your spirit on today. Let them marinate in your mind, in your heart. Let them cause you to see life differently. I'm the first one to tell you that life, it could have its ups and downs. But as long as we depend on God, His Holy Spirit, and the ways of Jesus as Lord and Savior, we shall be all right. Be blessed on today, family. And those of you, my friends, those of you who do not clearly see and understand these words that we have spoken on today, it is because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives, causing us to not hear and see what the Lord our God is saying and doing. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. This journey was not made to be walked alone, family. It was made to be shared with and in community. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you with an attitude of love. Glory. Hallelujah.